This is the BBC Home Service. We present to you Eden's End, Episode 1, The Call to the Country. It's September 1939, as we join the sleepy village of Brampton in Kent. But the peace is about to be shattered by the arrival of hop pickers from London's bustling East End. There you go, Dr Webb. One pint of bitter. Thank you, Michael. <sighs> My word, that's good. Should be. It's just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> Very good. Setting in all right? Yes, it's lovely. The surgery needed a bit of sorting out, though. <laughs> I bet it did. Old Dr Makepeace was in here most of the time. Should have retired years ago. Pig style, was. You'd go in every one disease and catch another while she was waiting. You're just what the place needs. Bit of young blood. How's the wife and kids getting on? I'm single. Oh, well, sorry, I just assumed. The ball and chain doesn't suit everybody. Maybe we can fix you up with a local lass, eh? <laughs> Who knows? Gentlemen, I bid you good night. Good night, Bob. You have a nice lie-in. <laughs> that I will, Michael. <laughs> that I will. Lie-in? I thought Bob was the hot driver. And so he is, Doctor. But isn't he the most important man in the process? If the kiln isn't fired up in time for Monday, then that... You're whole... new to the village, Doctor. All will become clear in time. Now, if you'll excuse me... Why are you building a fence through the pub? Tis the first week of September, Doctor. This is a quiet village, as you've already discovered. Nothing much happens until the first week of September. Come this side of the fence, please. That is now the Pickers Bar. The Pickers? The Londoners. A fence? Surely they're not that bad. <laughs> Surely. Maureen, Frank, will you stop fighting? You're doing my head in. Oh, they're bored. It's been hours. Oh, we lost that. There's no blooming road signs. What's going on? They've taken them down, Alice. Confuse the Germans if they invade. It's confusing me, never mind the Germans. Anyway, there won't be another war. Can I have that in writing? They started evacuating yesterday. Well, who said this way, Ma? I'd rather eat me blooming hands. We'll be okay, understand? We'll stick together and we'll be okay. Watch out, Dennis! Well, we're certainly in the country. I bet it's their right of way and all. Mint sauce! <laughs> I've just about had enough of this skivvying, Willard. Life's just one load of washing after another. All part of life's trials and tribulations, Barbara. Why on earth we can't just buy a washing machine, I don't know. Because I'm a humble farmer, remember? Gloria Hammond's got a washing machine. Do you mean Gloria, the millionaire's wife? In the spare room again last night? Yes. Meeting ran late. Didn't want to wake you. Becoming a habit. Meetings running late, spare room... Any sign of Bob Gilbert? 
Don't give in this year. Look, he's the only hop dryer we have. He's been doing it all his life and he's very good at it. If somebody else does it and cocks it up, we've had it. That doesn't mean he should be able to blackmail you. He won't. He does. Every year. Grubby little man. I know how to handle Bob Gilbert. Don't you worry about that. Bob, I know you're in there, so let's not play any games. There's a good chap. The pickers will be here in a few hours, so get the old dryers fired up and we'll say no more about it. All right, Bob? Morning, Mr Wilson. Doctor? If you're trying to wake Bob, you might be a while. He was a bit pickled in the White Lion last night. You leave Bob Gilbert to me. Morning, Doctor. Morning, Michael. Just bought the paper and wish I hadn't bothered. A German offensive along the entire Polish front started this morning. Uh, very worrying. It's the youngster that I worry for. Did my bit first time round. Too old now. Did you serve, Doctor? Uh, no. I went to medical school in 1917. Just as important, I suppose. You in tonight? Yes, I'll be in for a nightcap, no doubt. Where am I going to go, Mum? I don't care, Abby. Just get out from under my feet. You're a nuisance. Take that dog of yours and go for a walk. A long walk. Oh, God, I hate weekends. Abby, you clattered into the doctor, clumsy girl. Sorry, doctor. That's all right. Just got to be careful of my... Uh, Bad back, that's all. Have you got children, Dr Webb? Good morning, Mrs Martin. No, no children. Not married, I'm afraid. Afraid? Don't be afraid. Rejoice! But he is married! Happy! I met his wife the morning they moved in. She talked to me. No, that wasn't my wife, Abby. That was my sister. She was helping me move in. Sorry, Doctor. The cheek of the girl. Go on. Off you go! Come on, Scamper, we know where we're not wanted. And keep away from the Londoners. Oh, children. More trouble than they're blooming worth. Goodbye, Doctor. Bob, this is beyond a joke. Come down at once and open the door. Right. If you're not at the farm in 15 minutes, I will be forced to let you go. Are, are you coming? Bob? Five shillings extra a week is all I can afford. That's it. Ten. Six. Eight. Seven and six. Eight. And I keep my mouth shut about what I saw in the orchard last Wednesday night. Now go and get the oast up and running. There's a good chap. We're here, Wilson's Farm. Hooray! About blooming time. Oh, it's lovely. Green as far as you can see. Mum, apples growing on the trees. Can we have one, Mum? Yeah, go on. I'm sure they won't miss a couple. Get me one, Frank. Look at them. They're going to love it here. Oi! Leave them apples alone! Oh, well, that's a good start. Ladies and gentlemen, listen in. My name is Vic Morris, and I am the farm manager here at Wilson's Farm. Manager? He's only just out of nappies. <laughs> I heard that. 
I might look like a kid to you, but I know every trick in the book. I know this is the first time picking for most of you, and if you think you're here for a glorified holiday, then you're sadly mistaken. Follow me to the courtyard. There's some people who want a word with you. Because of all that carry-on with the washing this morning, I got to the butcher's late and he only had mincemeat left. So it's cottage pie tonight, all right? Willard, are you listening to me? Sorry, Barbara. Just running through my welcome speech to the hot pickers in my head. Why do you bother? Bunch of thugs and wastrels. It's pearls before swine. Nevertheless, we are their hosts and they are our guests, whether we like it or not. God, I hate this life. Why can't we just sell up and move back into town? Willard, what's that on your collar? What? It's blood. Blood? Let me see. Your neck, it's scratched. Oh, that. Yes, barbed wire. Barbed wire? Yes, I was doing some repairs in the fields and... Yes, it scratched my neck. It doesn't look like barbed wire. Now, if you'll excuse me... This is the farmer, Mr Wilson. He would like a word for you. Another speech. It's like the Nuremberg Rally. Thank you. As Vic has explained, this is very physical, tiring work. The whole field has to be picked in a month or it'll be no good. And I do not intend to have any wastage. This means picking six days a week, seven till seven, with Sunday off. And trust me, you'll need it. Vic will show you to your huts, and tomorrow he will give you a picking demonstration at 9am sharp. Enjoy your summer, work hard, and long live the king. <laughs> Fall in and follow me. It's like being in the army. I'll be in the army soon enough. Don't say that. We've come down to forget all about that. Anyway, you think they'd put us through that again? Christ, the last one was bad enough. Blimey, what's this? These are your huts. This is your home for the next five weeks. What a carsy. Don't worry, Al. Liquor paint be as good as new. Liquor paint? John Constable himself couldn't sort these out. It'll be fine. We'll take the one at the end. Come on, Maureen. Let's have a look inside. Ah! There's a monster in there. A monster? Don't be dull. Let me have a look. Blimey, it's a goat. Oi, young Mr Morris. What? There's an animal in our house. That's Martha. It's her own. Well, could you kindly tell Martha that we're serving an eviction notice on her as of now? Come on, Martha. I doubt if it's even toilet drained. You can imagine what's going to be all over the floor. It'll be fine now. Get settled in. I'll be round soon with straw for the mattresses and you can collect your hurricane lamps from me later. If I were you, I'd get your kids collecting firewood. <laughs> I wasn't expecting butlins, but... Pub. Pub. Mrs Martin. Oh, PC Wood. I'm sorry to trouble you, but I'm beside myself. What's happened? It's my Abby. She went out this morning with her dog and I've not seen hide nor hair of her since. Could she be at a friend's house? I've checked everywhere. She's been gone hours. She's got no money, no food. It's just not like her. All right, Mary. I'll have a good look myself and if that fails, we'll get a search party up from the White Lion. But I'm sure it won't come to that. 
Go home and make a brew, and I'll have her back in no time. Bless you. Boy, I'm looking forward to this pint. Where are the kids? In the garden. Evening, Governor. Other side. You what? This is Barney. Happy now, Governor. What'll it be? Pint of bitter, gin and tonic and two lemonades. And it's sixpence deposit per glass. What? You'll get it back when or if I get my glasses back. What do you think we're going to do? Eat them? No. I think you're going to get drunk and break them. And if you do, I'll keep your sixpences. That's way out of order. There is an alternative. Jam jars? I ain't drinking out of a flaming jam jar. Just pay the deposit. We'll prove him wrong. Hardly been the warmest of welcomes, has it? They'll lighten up. It's going to be a great summer. Just you wait. Cheers. Cheers, love. Listen in. Listen in. It's a copper. Listen in, please. We have a little girl gone missing. It's Mary Martin's daughter, Abby. She's 12 years old, long brown hair, wearing a white dress, and she's with her doll. Oh, my God. Where's Maureen and Frank? Calm down now. <laughs> Maureen! That's one sixpence you won't be getting back. I need all of you men to help me search the quarry, fields and surrounding areas before we lose what little light we have. That's the last place she was seen. Off you go then, Cockney. I haven't finished my pint yet. You heard the policeman? Struth. What a day. Abby! It's darker than the black hole Calcutta. You one of the pickers? Yeah, Dennis Sullivan's the name. Just arrived today. Didn't expect this, though. Where's the girl's dad? Is he here? Cleared off years ago. Bad salt. Was he a farm worker? No. He was a hot picker from London. Ah. Over here! What is it? A dead dog. Is it her dog? It fits the description. Christ! What? It's neck. It's been broken. Eden's End was written by Sean Williamson and directed by Samuel Supple. In episode one, The Call to the Country, Michael was played by Raymond F. Seeger, Dr. Webb by Shane Taylor, Bob by Steve Nallen, Dennis by Samuel Supple, Alice by Candice Nergard, Frank by Aaron Yakubian, Maureen by Molly Yakubian, Barbara by Lisa Nightingale, Willard by Tom O'Shea, Abby by Kaylin Pollard, Mary by Emma Frederick, Vic by Danny Scott, and PC Wood by Sid Moon. The series is produced by Deborah McGee, and the recording post-production and sound effects engineer was Mark Rowden. Recorded at Elwick Road Studios, Ashford College. Eden's End is a Viola production for the BBC.